Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. So we're just going to speak a little bit about uh, anxiety today. Um, so I guess to start with, what what do you when you think of the word anxiety, what comes to mind? What what does it feel like for you? What kind of words do you associate with anxiety? I suppose I personally kind of associate suppose, worry, being on the edge, intrusive thoughts. I suppose that's what immediately comes to mind. Yeah, I, I can agree with a lot of those words. I think for me, it just anxiety feels like something that maybe once it starts it's like falling into a black hole that gets like bigger and bigger Mm. and there's like you don't know how to sort of stop it um and there's like it doesn't feel like there's any end to it i'd say it's like you just feel like you have no control over it and I know with me when it's coming I get this very very specific thing I get this pain that people talk about like heart and their stomach and the heart racing my heart races when I'm scared but when I'm nervous and anxious I get this pain around my waist and I know as soon as that comes yeah I, I it sort of manifests physically for me as well it kind of um feels like a, a um like a, a pressure on, on my chest like i'm being sort of like squeezed around the chest area yeah i think that's a, a really good point yeah. it, it can impact different people in so many different ways can't it so for me i if i feel anxious i can feel quite sick um mm. but molly what about you is there anything you want to add to that like um, I definitely sort of relate to the sort of physical symptoms as well. Like, often feel like my chest feels tight. Um, sometimes, like I can, it can feel like I can hear my heart pumping like louder. Like I'm more aware of the it, the feeling of it and the sound. And I think as well, it sort of feels like everything is. I'm not sure how to describe it, not doom and gloom, but um, but like everything is going wrong. Um, yeah. And kind of, yeah, feels out of your control, sort of like you said, Grace. And you, you try to sort of fight it and it's like, oh, God. You, you know it's once it hits, it hits, but there's, there's no point trying to fight it because it's going to hit. Yeah, it's interesting you sort of bring that up, actually, saying um, Mm. about fighting. Because I've, like, sort of similarly, um, when I was younger, would try and sort of fight the anxiety and sort of, you know, try and fight it off and be like, you know, I don't want to feel like this and be, like, so annoyed about it and and try and deal with it that way. But I found sort of since learning how to manage my anxiety and accepting that it's a part of my sort of human experience that I sort of work a lot better 
um, at managing it when I'm sort of in a calmer space, which obviously is the opposite, I suppose, of anxiety. I think the other, the other, the, the problem I have is that I still try and fight it because I sort of then get into that state of, for God's sake, it's just you. Why can't you just, it's all yeah. in my head. Why can't you just grow up and get over it? Yeah, and I think that's like, it can be really hard as well. Like I've definitely had thoughts similar to that um, and sort of blaming myself and feeling like I should just be able to do something about it. And they can really sort of put pressure or even cause more problems in terms of trying to sort of learn how to manage that anxiety as well. I mean, it's a kind of double-edged sword because it is you, but, I mean, it, it is you in the sense that it is you and your brain, if you get what I mean. Mm, yeah. But it's not you in the sense that, that is a, in in some cases that is a situation that genuinely scares the hell out of you. Mm. Yeah, it's not something that you want to do, but you you know it's happening anyway. I think you both picked on, you both kind of alluded to this through some of the comments you've said, um, Molly and Grace. So there was something around there, I think, around how hard we are on ourselves. So I think Grace, you mentioned, or when you feel like that, it feels like oh, you know, what's wrong? Just just grow up and you're putting the pressure on yourself and I think you mentioned it as well Molly and it feels like there's something for me anyway around when I feel an anxious being kind to myself and trying to have that self-care because I get mm. really angry with myself and I get frustrated and I think like oh why am I feeling this way but it's not something that we can help is it and I would never say to you know one of my friends or why are you feeling like that? You need to just, you know, feel better. But I would happily say that to myself. And so for me, yeah, there's something mm. about self-care there. I don't know if anyone else can, like, you know, can yeah, relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, Definitely yeah, can. I'm, yeah, I'm, I feel sort of the same way. And I, I don't know, sometimes I just kind of, it kind of, it really kind of grates sort of like against my, it's mentally draining. And, um, you know, it kind of it makes me feel sort of a bit down, fed up. And I just kind of, you know, it's it's easy to sort of blame myself for it. But of course, it you know, it doesn't really help. No, not at all. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's not our fault that we experience anxiety and being kind to ourselves can, can really kind of help to no, remind no. us of that bit. Mm. I mean, in addition to self-care, what what are the what are the things that that you've found that you've helped to kind of manage anxiety? I know you said previous Molly that you'd kind of learned some strategies to to help you living with anxiety. What what are some of those things that you've found to be helpful? It's been a really long journey of sort of learning how to manage my anxiety, and I'm still you know working on it. I think it's something I always will be. And the first thing that I learned. Um, and I remember it really well. It was um, and I'm sure you, you'll all laugh along with me when I say it, it was breathing techniques, um, because the amount of time that you hear that those words within services and mental health support. And I remember the uh, therapist that I was seeing sort of describing it to me, and I was like, yeah, I can kind of see how it can work because she explained the sort of physiology and biology behind how 
your breathing then impacts your nervous system so I kind of understood that it worked and that clicked for me in my head thinking okay well it will obviously work because it will automatically happen within your body um and I'd put up with it and kept trying it because she was like you know just persist because the more you do it the easier it gets the more responsive your body becomes to it because Mm. to start with it doesn't know what you're trying to do um but then once it works out that's what you're trying to do you know to calm yourself down it will do it much quicker I think it probably took like I don't know maybe like a a few weeks or a month before I really started noticing how quick I could calm myself down from it yeah Um, and that's when it sort of hit me and I was like no this is really helpful um and it, it was a trek like and a hassle to start with but sort of learning that was really um really good and like was able to calm myself down so quickly like and quicker and quicker with each practice um and sort of practicing doing it even when I wasn't anxious was sort of like the main bit of that because then I could draw on it um and think to do that when I am anxious because I've already been practicing it as opposed to like I think when you're in a uh, sort of experiencing anxiety it can be hard to to think straight um, so sort of getting into mm. a habit of doing it when I wasn't anxious was really helpful for me to be able to do it when I was. Yeah. And I, I think you hit on a really good point there when you said it took weeks, maybe a month to find it helped. I think when I know when I'm feeling anxious, I want something that works right then and there. And I think that's what put me off from trying breathing techniques at first is because they do take a little while to kind of work and for you to know how much of an impact they can have on you so I think there's something around like persistence of that so if anyone mm-hmm. listening has tried yeah. breathing techniques and they don't work straight away sometimes it can just be like Molly said that you need to try them for a little bit longer to really see kind of the benefits of them yeah but personally um, for me I um I was just gonna say um you know it, it took a bit of um practice for me meditate well and sort of mm-hmm. um clear my mind um, which is not a, a well, I've, I've heard it's not an easy thing for a lot of <laughs> people to do, especially if you're, you know, you're already not feeling great. So it, it's, I think it, it's, it's more, it can be more beneficial than people realise. Yeah, it's really interesting actually, because I've tried sort of meditation or relaxation a couple of times and sort of couldn't really get my head around clearing my mind. And it wasn't until someone said to me that it's not about keeping your mind clear it's about being able to bring yourself back from the floating thoughts and being able just to let them sort of flow in and flow out and yeah. not drawing like your attention to them. Exactly. Like, ah. For me and anybody who knows me and probably you lot could probably guess what's coming, but mm-hmm. the one thing that has really helped me <laughs> anxiety and, and stuff and see even molly is yeah i i, I couldn't guess grace for this and <laughs> so is james is kiss fm cool. <laughs> yeah i really like that as well actually like i find when i'm on my own and maybe i'm getting a bit in my own head just putting the radio on and listening to other people chat really helps me sort of get me out of my own head do you have kiss mm. yeah mm. and i see i remember when I was leaving high school, I was really, really not good, really struggling mentally, struggling mentally, because I'd been there so long, and my high school was so special, mm. such a good school, and 
it completely messed with my body clock. It messed with every, messed with the anxiety, messed with everything. And I always remember about three days, three days before I left, before I finished, my mum said to me I'd had a really bad morning. I was up at five, six in the morning, not very good. I remember my mum saying to me, if you feel like that, turn kiss up and it really did help and it wasn't actually not only was this was it the sound of the music helped but the rhythmic process of going press 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 keeping your finger focused on that button gives your mm. brain something to the to constant process on. having that goal pressing that button gives your brain something to do yeah that's really very, interesting like very similar to flicking an elastic band yeah that's really interesting as well. glad you shared that grace it, it just the constant rhythmic press 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 because you've got that goal you've got that volume that you want to get kiss to that is exactly mm. right for your brain and you're physically pressing, press, 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 press. You're taking it out on something. Mm, yeah, mm. I can definitely see that. Mm, really helps. And as, as I said, I very rarely, because one of my worst things is getting ready to go out. I'm terrible. Get really, really nervous. And one of the things I always, the last thing I do before I do is completely the last thing I do. I will leave kiss on until mm. the very last second. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I think I don't know. I it might just be <laughs> part of what, what, just what I'm, I'm like as a person. But um, I think like when I get, I'm getting ready to go out. I don't know. I think I, I think it's just because I'm sort of like second, second guessing like how organized I am. It's like how you know, have I got everything? Have I got my phone? Have I got my wallet? um all, all, all that sort of thing I tend to sort of like faff a bit um but that might be sort of partly my, yeah partly to do with sort of being nervous and you know like make sure of that nervous and, and anxious to go out I'm a faffer today I'm, I'm a faffer so I went out this morning and I reckon before I left I must have checked about three times that I had my headset yeah I knew I had it. I kept checking. Have I got my headset? Have I got my headset? Have I lost my headset? Every time I move, it was like, oh my god, have I lost my headset? Yeah, it's like I'm sort of similar because I'm worried I've, I've forgotten something. It's, yeah, mm. totally relate I, to that. Mine is more like so the what ifs for me. So not I don't have to keep checking that I've got something, but it's what if this happens? Or I always think about the worst case scenario, and then oh, that no, makes me anxious. So. You know, like, what if I go here or I'm trying to get here and the traffic's really bad and I'm late? Or if I'm late, what if then I have to walk into, like, a room full of people that are already speaking and then, like, the attention is on me? I always get, like, the what if. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, like, I think there's lots of these, like, different styles of or ways of thinking that sort of as a, like a result of anxiety so you've got like the what if and the sort of worst case scenario thinking you've also got like 
um, I think they call it like black and white thinking where something either is going to happen maybe or isn't going to happen or maybe, mm. you know, something either is or isn't something and all these different like thought processes all play a part in sort of that heightened anxiety and I think for me it was really interesting understanding that sort of theory of things because I felt they're more able to manage it because it didn't mm. seem so unknown. Mm. Interesting that you said that KISS helps you as well and that you have KISS specifically. What What is it about KISS that helps you? Um, I think I sort of flick between a few stations but I think I like people that talk sort of more like I quite like it when people are bubbly um, and they have like a laugh um, and sort of just chat about random everyday things mm. um, and I, I think that I find that really relatable and it seems like that I feel like I'm it may seem silly but even when I'm on my own but if if I have the radio on and you know the presenters are chatting it feels like I'm not alone yes which that helps a lot with my anxiety yes yeah that makes that makes total sense 100% it's when it's quite fast chat as well when it's really fast and loud and it doesn't give you time to stop and think yeah just, that really okay. helps just thinking back then to I guess before you knew so much about anxiety or before you knew what it was or before you'd learned how to kind of manage it, is there anything that you wish or, or that you know now about anxiety that you wish that you knew back then when you started to experience it? Is there anything that you wish you could have learned sooner about it? I think so many things really. Um, I think it's kind of spending so long childhood and part of my um, part of when I was a, a, a teenager um, not you know not even really knowing what anxiety was or what that what that f- feeling in in mm. my chest was and um, you know how I could how I could help it I only had sort of like a I don't know like a feeling that of oh, this or that might help but I don't you know it, it's very difficult to uh, having having a name for it um, yeah. um, I think it's, it's really helped it's not just a I say just if I don't mean I don't mean to sort of like make it sound less important but you know before it was just a, a, a feeling whereas um giving it a name is kind of and like yeah it's, it's easier to talk about and you know you can it helps people you know if, if someone if it you know if someone knows anything about it then you know we can talk about it and explore ideas about it like, like we're doing now whereas before it was you know it's just too vague yeah, and I think, like, I felt like I didn't know where the, well, I'll call it the boundary line was between, like, a normal amount of what I called at the time worry, because I didn't know the term anxiety, and what was mm. sort of beyond that, like, whether am I worrying too much or is this what every other person experiences? Um, and I think it would have been really helpful through, you know, sort of, um, I don't know if they still call it this, but... Um, like PSHE lessons or you know things like that to talk about emotions and where it's you know a part of normal human experience to you know be worried when you've got you know exam coming up or um, worried that uh, if you've got I don't know a doctor's appointment um, but when that becomes troublesome and the worry starts to get to you you know lots of lots you know a lot of times or maybe like for a prolonged period of time and sort of knowing 
where that line is and then how you can take steps to to sort of change that um Mm. so that's like one thing I wish but the other thing which would have been so 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 helpful for me um and like I know I already talked about um breathing exercises and how they take longer um to be more of a support in terms of managing anxiety would have been to learn about um this it's called like the mammalian dive reflex um or it's called a um acronym being tip which is t-i-double-p um right. tip skill, um which sort of comes under the bracket of um dialectical behavioral therapy or dbt as some people might know it and it's where that as mammals when our faces hit cold water um our automatic body response is to lower sort of blood pressure and heart rate and um breathing um and knowing that I could just if I was feeling really anxious and didn't know what to do with it I could just put my face or even just you know my cheeks um into some cold water and that that would automatically calm me because of the way our bodies work would have been so helpful because for years I went on and on not knowing how to manage it and having to feel it for you know it's awful being so anxious for so long um and being you know having to learn skills that take longer just would to be it, able to have this quick fix when I need it would have been so helpful would it count yeah. literally just rub the water on your face like as if you were washing your face I think so I think even like I think I, so it looks like oh I'm just washing my face yeah ideally they in the skill they suggest for 15 to 30 seconds but like before I've got a flannel and put the flannel under cold water so it was really cold and then just you know laid it on my face for as long as I could as long as I could manage and that you know it does yeah it does help oh wow I've never heard of that before it sounds like it could be a really useful tool for a lot of people yeah Yeah, I mean there's YouTube uh, yeah YouTube videos um if you put in sort of mammalian dive reflex or tip skill and they sort of explain it to you um, in a bit more detail than I have. But yeah, once I learned that, that just became a huge game changer for managing my anxiety in the in the short term while I learned the longer term techniques. Actually, yeah. Awesome. One thing I did do, and I was talking about the elastic band technique with um, the same thing with KISS. I actually bought, so there, there are these people, it's, it's really cool, but they're the thing, they're called healing bracelets. Right. Okay. And what it is, is it is basically an elastic band that someone has put like a crystal on and made into a proper bracelet. Hmm. So it looks discreet. Yeah. It looks like a piece of jewellery, but it's actually a mental health. Well, it is a piece of jewellery, but it's also an aid. Yeah. It's so really, nice. really, really clever. You can get it on Etsy. Oh, so... cool. That's awesome, um, Grace. I was just going to say, like, um, I've got something um, similar, but um, it's sort of it's for like a a slightly um, uh, different use. It's it's like uh, for me, I find um, sort of like uh, chewing to be like quite a a good relief for anxiety. And um, I've got a, I, I think I bought it from a. I can't. I can't remember what the the site was called, but basically they 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 do like um um sensory uh, aids and 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 toys. But it it looks yeah, it looks just like a a piece of 
uh, like a you know something that you might have as a necklace or something like that is it like um, the chewing jewelry stuff yeah yeah i've seen stuff like that before oh, that's oh cool yeah um but yeah it's like you know because it's got like a, a hole in it so you could like wear it as a, a necklace and you know no one would be any other wiser but yeah it's so um yeah i was gonna say yeah i've um that sort of you know sort of a, a similar vein to that grace mm. uh, they yeah. be, i found them to be really useful it's quite funny you say that actually james because i also find um when i'm anxious and stuff like i clench my jaw so i tried mm. like chewing jewelry and stuff to chew on that so i wouldn't clench my jaw and also you know it's better for you and things and personally i wanted something a bit more discreet that i could take out because mm. the ones i had didn't really sort of they were I think aimed more at younger children so the design wasn't quite with the age I was yeah um, and I actually found this water bottle that has like a chew like sort of mouthpiece so it's like a straw right. and it, it's been like a game changer um yeah because it's really discreet and you can still like chew at the same time yeah I, I found um yeah um like even I suppose it depends what you prefer, but um, sometimes if I'm, you know, if I'm feeling particularly um, anxious, like the, you know, like you have like those, um, how do I describe it? Like those, those pull out tops on a, um, like a water bottle or something. So yeah, you know, mm. just something like that can, yeah. you know, be, be really helpful. I think as sometimes people feel a bit worried about self-conscious about doing that sort of thing. But I think yeah. sometimes when you, you know, when you, you need you need you need something to to help you feel better. I don't think you should you should feel like you shouldn't. Able. Yeah, you should you should you know feel like, feel able to sort of like re- relieve yourself from that sort of stress because you're not harming yeah. anyone else. So yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm I'm hoping in the future people feel more sort of they can feel more open about you know talking and you know and doing yeah, using whatever sort of thing. they need I definitely yeah. agree with that. I've definitely felt self-conscious about using different aids whether they're for you know mental health or physical health or or what have you and it definitely is a a big thing to start using any sort of aid um the other yeah because the other thing I over that self-consciousness yeah absolutely the other thing I found was and it was I will be honest, it is a toy. Um, and I found it completely by accident. Was, oh, right. it, it's a thing called a magic flow ring. Oh, okay. It starts out as it's like you can make it massive. You can play with it or you can fold it down into this like slinky ring thing. Okay. Like a huge bracelet. Mm. You put it up your arm and then you like sway your arm back and forth and as you do the ring slides down interesting and it's meant to be fun it is meant to be a fun thing it's not a mental health it it is at all well it it could be grace it's like you know it does it does what so my little brother had one and he shoo it to me he was like, do you want to have a go with it? And I wasn't having a very good day, coincidentally, and it mm. worked instantly. Oh, awesome. And so the next day, I went out and bought one. <laughs> that's great. Really, that's re- really works. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I think, you know, 
whatever kind of you know as long as you know it's 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 helping you and it's not hurting anybody else i think you know people should you know feel able to you know use whatever they feel they they need to use to um help themselves feel better and i hope you know with us doing this podcast and other you know people doing things to try and be more open about you know mental health that in time people do feel less self-conscious and more and concerned about you know societal norms um, mm. or less concerned about societal norms in the way that they feel able to you know, use different aids that they need okay so we've spoken a little bit about kind of the things that we can do ourselves to help kind of manage anxiety but is there anything which if you're kind of like reaching out to someone or you're talking to like family or friends or supporters is there anything that you think they can do to kind of support with your anxiety Honestly, for me, the best thing you can do is literally just be there and either just be or just talk complete and utter rubbish about Kiss FM. Because, <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was leaving high school, I remember my anxiety levels were pretty pretty bad the last week because it was like it was all change it was just all chaotic Mm. and I had a morning I was pretty good I was really really proud of myself oh yeah actually this morning's done really good and I was sat in English and it just everything just absolutely plummeted it was awful and yeah and my best friend was there and she literally just stayed she didn't ask any questions she just stayed in the room even after the lesson until somebody was there to help that's brilliant really really isn't it because I think sometimes like for me when I've spoken about anxiety I think people assume that I want them to give me solutions of how to get it to go away or how to manage it but I think what you just said Grace is right for me sometimes I just want someone to listen they don't need to you know try and fix things but just having that non-judgmental person who I can kind of just get things out to say how I'm feeling or sometimes I might not even feel like talking but just knowing exactly. that that person is there next year exactly. and is supporting you anyway can be and enough. that's exactly what she did she was just in the room there was no, there was, it wasn't even a case of listen, she was just there. Uh, that really meant a lot. Even now, that memory, just that's why she's my best friend. And it, it obviously did have an impact on you because, like you said, that memory is, mm. is still there. So I think that's a really important point. She just get gets it. What about you, James? Is there anything that you feel has kind of helped from other people to, to manage anxiety or? that you'd look for if you kind of reached out for that help? I, I sort of feel similarly to Grace, really. So I, I think, so I suppose it's something I don't tend to think about too much, but I think because it is, I think it's part of my experience, I, should, I, I don't know, other people might find useful for me to talk about is, um, so I think I, I, I have suffered from some sort of, what would you call it, some sort of like, social like sort of like 
I can't remember what it's called. I think there's probably like another term for it, but it's like social like um, attachment issues. So like, you know, you, you get like, you know, worried when people leave the room and that sort of thing. Separation um, anxiety. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Got it. So, uh, so I think you know, sometimes I think when, you know, someone's willing just to sort of like hang around or or even, you know, just a, a, a a hug or sort of like you know or just like wanting to sort of even like you know if it's someone you don't know that well and they just like you know a bit of small talk I think that can be that can be helpful as well but like you know I think especially for me personally anyway is like you know that's a bit of separation anxiety I think that, that can help with that as well yeah I think you, you hit on a good point there about just that bit of you know, small talk, and like Grace said, you speak. I think in your your words, you said speak in absolute rubbish or something like that. <laughs> but I think that can help sometimes, doesn't it? It doesn't need to be a conversation necessarily about mental health, but it could just be yeah. about your interests or, or things like that to try and distract you from that moment. And that can can really it help is, some people. It is literally like that thing where you felt absolutely. It's like. And it comes back to that whole point of, oh, my God, are you OK? Do you want a cup of tea? Do you want a piece of cake? Or whatever. It's like, yeah. actually, no, I just want somebody just to come and give me a hug and say, what happened in Love Island last night? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I've, I, I don't know if this is the time to get into it, but I think it's like, like especially you're talking about school grace like when uh like the end of like primary for example it's like, I, I don't know I, I i remember i don't remember a lot about it but i i remember sort of feeling a bit confused and um yeah. anxious about you know not seeing like the you know like teachers or like teaching assistants mm -hmm. you know like you know like five days a week at school yeah that's but, really relatable yeah, so I I didn't I just I didn't know what you know what to do with that information or what to do about it. So I, I just I just didn't I, I don't think I I talked about it or 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 I don't know did it or, or, yeah I didn't say or do anything at, at all really. But I was like <clears throat> I definitely like internalized some sort of like confusion and um, anxiety about it. Yeah, you shut it out, don't you? You're like oh my god it, this this is not happening to me this is you, you try and pretend it's not there yeah it's like they they, they kind of you know they tell you from like you now a while before it happens that that's, if, that's what's going to happen but it's still you know it still seems um difficult to like yeah, suddenly just... not have you know it's you're you're when yeah and i'll primary schools you tend to have only like one or you know two uh teachers like per year and sometimes you you you're you're lucky enough to stay with the um same teacher especially if you like them um so they're, they're almost like you know you always become you're almost like a a family member yeah because um, you know because you spend so much time with them um yeah and it's, it's really strange not to do that anymore like suddenly just like not to do that anymore yeah it does i mean i i think for me it was more high school because i also had the added 
sort of memories that high school sit form was where I met my best friend. My yeah. high school really like helped with my other disabilities and everything. And I think leaving was like the last day. It was like assembly photograph. Bye bye. And you just apart from a few exams and prom and you just get back and you're like, oh my God, I've walked through these doors every single day, give or take health reasons for like seven years. What the hell do I do now? Yeah, it's a very strange sort of like change in routine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's the word. It's strange how it affects different people, isn't it? Because for me, I couldn't wait to be out of school. <laughs> school was, I felt like a lot of my anxiety came from school. So I was really relieved to be able oh, to. I was the same. It's like, but, at, you know, at the same same time, it's like, you know, I, I, um, there's lots of things I didn't I didn't like about school. Um, and like, for the most part, I didn't think it was that necessary, personally, but um, <laughs> but not like, you know, how the way it worked and everything. But um yeah i still like found these changes quite you know pretty jarring to deal with yeah i guess i was lucky in that sense and that i went to an absolutely first rate stellar school it it just shows how how differently anxiety can affect people as well doesn't it Mm. sure um so we've just spoken about the things that like when we're reaching out can help but is there anything that you can think of just to, to kind of raise the awareness of things that when you reach out haven't helped so much because I always think back to when I was trying to, to reach out and say I was feeling anxious and I wasn't feeling great um, I, I feel like that, that was often met with oh well you'll be okay or everyone yeah. feels like that and I appreciate that that was you know meant well with like the best intentions but for me to be told that, I almost felt like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't reach out because I'm just dealing with things wrong or it's not important enough to be reached, you know, to reach out about. And I was just yeah. wondering if that was something that you've experienced or if it felt different to you, if anyone else had said that. I think sort of like for me, absolutely. Um, I think that's what, you know, that's what really put, put me off as well. Um, sort of like hearing that from people um so uh, yeah it kind of um i suppose you know especially when i was younger it sort, sort of taught me to internalize like sort of like most things and it was you know it would only be sort of i don't know um less sort of like more physical or less sort of like mental health related things that i feel okay like you know approach approaching people with yeah, for sure. Is there anything you want to add on to that, Grace? Are you saying, like, you would, the anxiety would come out as a physical symptom, even though it was actually the anxiety that was the issue? Oh, uh, no, sorry, not, not, no, not, uh, not, not necessarily. Um, so I'd, I'd only feel comfortable, say, like, uh, talking to, I don't know, someone like my mum or dad or, or someone else about, like, I don't know if I had like my my leg was aching or my skin was like uh, cause I used to get bruises all over my shins because uh, I played a lot of football. Um, so you know if, they, if I don't know if they felt a bit sensitive because of that or 
you know, or, or yeah, or, or, or something of, you know, something of, or if I had a headache or if I had a stomachache, you know, something of, of that sort of description, really. There's only certain people you felt comfortable opening up to. Well, there's barely anyone that I would sort of talk about. Yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, I was like worried about this or I was confused about or I felt like, yeah, like anxious I... and confused about this situation. It's like, how yeah. am I, you know, how am I supposed to look at this? How am I? I know no one's supposed to feel a certain way about anything, but like, you know, sort of talk about my, my feelings about a situation and sort of try and sort yeah. of clear them up a bit. But there are only like three or four people that I would, that I will completely and utterly open up to, which is my nan, a couple of close friends, my mum, my support worker. That's like, I have a select few people who I will be really, other people just get like a, yeah, I'm okay. Kind of, or, you know, like a non-committal, oh, oh, hey. Yeah. yeah. And it takes time to build those relationships, doesn't it? And mm. I think that's important to remember, like the first time you're meeting someone, especially if, you know, it's, it's therapy to talk about what it is, you know, this bothering you, we might not feel like you can open up straight away because those relationships take a little while to kind of progress and it doesn't mean that you don't want to kind of be involved in that but getting that trust and knowing that you can open up can be a really big thing in the first place oh yeah yeah and I think something that we've spoken about before as well is that feeling of you you kind of you know you feel like you're doing well you feel like you're managing anxiety and then you might have that day where you're starting to feel a little bit more anxious and to me I always I'm so hard on myself because I think oh I've been doing so well and now I'm feeling anxious and I feel like I've just gone back on all the work I've been doing and it's only been recently that like I've I've realized actually I haven't gone back on all the work I've been doing but like I'm still moving forward and it's okay to have those days where we feel particularly anxious and I don't know is that something that, that you both feel oh yes yeah absolutely i think sometimes yeah i i don't sort of like treat myself uh well enough you know when i'm not feeling so good and when i've got you know even sometimes you know i can be a little bit um self-destructive in 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 the way that um you know i have the tools to sort of help me um help me feel better but sometimes i won't i won't even use them because i feel like oh you know i can be you know big and strong and um sort of like push push uh, through it um but you know i need to kind of some i have to kind of remind myself sometimes that you know the, the things are uh, are there to sort of sort of help there's no 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 shame in uh yeah taking advantage i know that's one thing that, and it wasn't so much anxiety although it's kind of it, it's kind of maybe messed up some of my anxiety at points I guess you could say but I went through a spell a couple of years ago where my mental health was absolutely not good and it just I just didn't feel sunny I've Mm. I've realized now that I just didn't feel and the one thing everybody around me noticed was I stopped listening to Kiss all right 
and that was the one thing and that every, they were like you know kiss helps and mm. you just stop listening to kiss it's strange isn't it because we know that certain things help us but when you're in that mood it just feels like you don't want to do them and just coming back to what you said james as well like it we can be so hard on ourselves can't we and mm. feel like we've gone backwards after all the work we've done but if anyone else said to that, we'd, I'm sure that I would and you two both would be like, well, you haven't gone backwards. You've put all this work in. You're just having one of those days. And yeah. tomorrow will be a new day and a fresh start. And it's so easy to tell other people that, isn't it? But when it comes to ourselves, it's almost like we don't have that same kindness and compassion. I know that's definitely mm. one, of, one of my issues. Is being really yeah, hard on that, is what, yeah. that is what they say. You, know, you would not talk to your friend like that yeah so yeah so then you you... yeah why would you talk to yourself like that yeah sorry mm. grace yeah <laughs> yeah for sure and i guess if anyone's listening to this and you know they're in that position and they feel like they're just having a bit of anxiety and, and back to kind of square one i guess is is there anything that you would say to them like from experience of you know any reassurance around how that can feel but also how things can can change i i would say i know it's probably easier said than done but the one thing that i found helps is if you can either to keep plugging at what you're feeling anxious or naff about if you need to or if you can't get on with another task go back to it if not get on with another task go back to it because I know for me one of my one thing I can get quite anxious about is stairs Mm. and I had an issue I had one morning where I know you do the thing of your routine where you get dressed and you bring your clothes downstairs and put them in the washing and I missed it and it just wouldn't it was as if sometimes my brain will just convince myself that if I go down there's danger and it's like oh oh dear so what what I kind of found helps with that is like oh say think well okay for now I'll put it down somewhere easier and then say brush my hair or brush my teeth and then try again afterwards and just keep trying until it comes back yeah Yeah. I think that's a really good point you hit on that can be that association sometimes can't it if something has happened before then that association can be so strong that that's what we think about when it comes to that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I think it's for a very, I think it's for a, a, a very different reason, but yeah, I, I, I actually, I can kind of relate to that actually, Grace, because um, I think because with my shoulder injuries, it's, it's sort of, it's actually affected the way that I can kind of, but my body knows where it is in space, if that makes any sense. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, like orient like kind of oh, like that's orientation. Sucks. Yes. Um so I actually have um like also sort of like 
I can't remember what, exactly when it started, but um, I've had like way more trouble with because I'm, I'm I'm a bit I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid of heights anyway. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I've, I've I've had trouble with yeah going down like stairs and like sometimes like especially um, escalators. Oh um, God, I hate them. Yeah, it's like uh, I have to. It took me a while to like because before I had to kind of like stop at the top of them, and then like kind of really sort of like gingerly find a a step I I could get on. Yeah. It, it, like I rather than just sort of like walking up to it and stepping onto it. Mhm. So um, yeah, like it also like it makes me makes me feel um. So I don't know. It feels like such a a change to how I was before. Where I didn't really, you know, uh, I didn't worry about steps and that sort of thing it too does. much. It made me feel really self conscious. It does me. I know, like I can be really, really like quick and and fine, and then I'll have one where I just get to the top and just paralyze, and it's literally like really primitive it's like if you go down there you're gonna fall and hit your face or something it's like ah, mm. oh no <laughs> yeah it just shows that there's so many different things isn't there that that can have an impact on people and and we're all so different and I think like we spoke about before is trying to find those things that it can help whether it is like you said Grace coming back to something a bit later or just having that time out to have some breathing space or some mindfulness it can all be so different but I guess we're coming to the end of the podcast so is there anything that we haven't covered that for anyone listening who is trying to manage anxiety anything that you'd like them to know any tips or any kind of final words on this pretty much you're fantastic (laughs) (laughs) you got this yeah it, it 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 won't win it sucks in the moment but it's just a moment. Yeah, it's always just a a moment in in time. Just take it um, if you need to. Just take it one sort of, even if it's a a second or five seconds at a time. Just yeah, just take it take it one one step at a time, and you'll you you will get through it. And like I was going to mention this earlier, but um, if you've got a, a list of whether it be physically or in your head, of things that you know will 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 help, even if it doesn't feel like the right thing to do at the time. So like sometimes, like you know, just kind of um, push yourself to do it, even if it doesn't feel right at the time, and it might, you know, it might really make you feel a lot better. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast on anxiety. We would love to know what else you'd like to hear about. So if you've got any other suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover and have a chat about. Um, please do let NSFT know who can pass them on to us and we can record those. But thank you for listening and we hope this has been helpful and we'll, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe. It's free and means the podcast will automatically download every fortnight. Do rate and review Mental Health and You and follow our social media accounts that are all in the show notes. And more than anything, look after yourself.